guys, welcome to today's episode, Karibu Sana Kwenye, the Audacity Podcast. I'm your host, Wajilowa Kuria. So today, um, I just want to thank you so very much for everybody who's tuned in all through from episode one. We are in episode six. Can you believe it? What started as just a dream now is it's episodes old. So I'm very, very, very excited. And today, um, I'll have um, a colleague of mine. <laughs> I bribed him to come in here. He uh, he had to. And he'll just be sharing his story. And the thing is, um, I don't want for any listener out there who's probably struggling getting a job, um, you know, whether you're in art, um, whether you're struggling in your current job, I don't want you to feel that, you know, most of the people I bring here probably talk about how amazing they're doing. It doesn't mean that's it to their story. And that's where I started this podcast so that we can talk about the struggle, the almost not getting there and the uncertainty of life. And so even as we talk, um, it's not that we are there yet. We are far from it. And that's why we're having the conversation and be encouraged that there is hope there is you know an amazing amazing future and without further ado let's just get on to the episode so um as we start the episode i just want to share a story (laughs) and i have a colleague of mine he's actually like my boss and he took me to a window well not to throw me off the window but he just um you know he told me marianne look through we are in 12th floor right now well, my turn, but he told me, look through, what do you see? And I said, well, I see people walking, you know, like they were in the 12th floor, like a very, very high building you see so far. And he told me, that's it. You know, the thing is when you are at a higher point, you get to see far and beyond. But now currently, Marianne, probably you're in first floor and all you see is your neighbor's cut. <laughs> Or I don't know, uh, when you look through your window, what do you see? Or when you look through your life currently, what do you see? And probably you just see that small salary or that small job or that small life. And you don't see the aerial view. You don't have that view of what life could be for you. And so he told me, that's it. Every time you are going through life, always have an aerial view, what you cannot see. Um, and and keep that in mind and whatever you do there is a bigger picture and so I just felt I should share that <laughs> um, even as we start our episode that as a listener um, whatever you're going through it doesn't even have to be career related always have an aerial point of view and it completely changes your mindset and how you go about that Good, thank you for having me. Uh-huh. This is uh, your first time of stardom. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm delighted to be here. So yeah. Let's do this. All right, so uh, how was your day today? My day was good. Uh-huh. I think pretty cool. Uh, the normal challenges here and there. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to to manage every aspect of it, but I'm good. You're good. Yeah. Um, so 
tell us what do you do where do you work yes and then we'll take it from how you grew up yeah so um, I, I, um, I do business development that is pretty much my area of expertise and that is pretty much what I've been doing all through uh, ever since I started uh, working officially after college studies so yeah. that's pretty much what I do uh-huh. that's what I do currently all right did you think um, this business development you will just break it down for us is something um, you thought you would end up in or you just kind of landed on it yeah I never really thought uh, of doing business development in the sense uh, that I see it I mean in the sense that I see me doing it nowadays or, yeah. or the way I do it yeah. um, in the work setup but all along uh, you know I've, I've seen a lot of uh, uh, happiness and contentment when I yeah. uh, when I bring value to another person's uh, life yeah. in whatever fashion it is. So I, I could do writing, you know, to play someone yeah. and all these things. So uh, as long as I'm making the other person happy, then um, if that also implies that I have to transact mm-hmm. with this person so that they can be happy, then that is it. And, and, and I just end up doing business development so as to earn, but at the same time uh, creating value uh, to the person that I'm earning from. Yeah. yeah. So the interesting thing about Barack is he's very passionate about what he does. I think, um, actually, I think even everybody uh, can attest to that. I mean, um, what uh, what is, like, when you wake up in the morning, do you, like, psych yourself up or does it just come naturally for you? Because you have all this energy and psych for life <laughs> so uh there's not really any other motivation other than the fact that uh, i consider myself that the only reason um people should um, or rather the only reason I, I, I the only the only way i can account for my existence as a, as a human being yeah is to create impact mm-hmm. so me creating impact i mean which, in whichever way I can do that, yeah. I always I always go a little uh, you know a little a little way further mm-hmm. to ensure that I've created that impact. And at least when I sleep uh, when the day falls, yeah, at least I can I can I can say hey today I did something. So for me it's not just about living because um, again I've seen people and um, you know um, with so much big plans and yeah. all these things, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, the end I'm like just living for me it's not about living uh, because our time is we, we're not really sure about how much time we have here on earth sure but we're sure about the things we need to do and so I end up like ensuring whatever that I'm tasked to do mm-hmm. and that is has been with me ever since I was schooling in primary all the way to this point yeah. all right so um I know you're not an expert, but um, I, I actually, because I think where we work, we're mostly young people. And do you feel that um, the reason I'm asking you about your passion, and even before we get to how you grew up and all that, um, do you feel that we really give our all, or are we more relaxed? And do we give that extra? Um, just generally, you know, because um, mostly we talk about our transition to yeah. work and I've just been thinking is, are we giving our all in everything as young people or are we just doing bare minimum and expecting that, you know, things will kind of work out? Well, my general observation is uh, pretty much everybody in this age, 
age group is trying to as much as they can mm-hmm. to give all that they can they can give and yeah. that is that is that is because of so many reasons but one of it is they're trying to create or uh, an impact in each and everywhere in each and every place they're working okay uh, so that maybe their employers can see the value that these people are and also they want to prove a point mm-hmm that they did not go to school uh, you know uh, f- you know f- just for the sake of it they yeah. just want to create that impression that hey they got some knowledge and they want to uh, you know use it uh, also in the society so yeah i think yeah. this is this is it i mean people are just you know going to the extra steps to providing the best yeah. they can yeah. so you believe that actually we are giving you know that extra push not everybody but people are trying uh, yeah that's why i say generally so yeah. generally i mean can never really tell exactly yeah. uh, the the measure of each level individual yeah. but generally you can feel that effect that you know maybe a pretty much everybody's trying all right yeah. so take us back to i don't know how far do we go as far as you would like us to be, go yeah. um growing up um what was your perception of what you would be growing up um and how was it for you when you were in school say i don't know class 8 primary school yeah i don't remember having any plans as to what i want to be in life yeah. i don't remember that at all yeah. i don't know why but it just happened to be that um i i think and i just I just wanted to um to be effective in in everything that will fall in my in my in my sight so i you know like people will say they want to be doctors and engineers yeah. and all these things yeah. i mean i never really had that in my plate oh really yeah so i was just there generally and generally i could do things effectively but generally so i never really okay. had any area of this is where i'm heading to all right but what were you good at really maybe something that um kind of just sparked your interest growing up creativity man yeah. i've been creativity for, for 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 so long and again this i did not know mm-hmm. so i was actually forced mm. to realize that i'm creative and you know that goes way to, uh, to class i think class 4 when i was now transitioning to class you know to the upper primary yeah. and uh there's this music teacher who knew my family background and yeah. he knew that you know my family are musical and Yeah, oh really? Yeah, and my dad was doing the, you know, this uh high school uh book. What is that? They do like they do, you know, uh they travel in schools and they do the oh, the, stage, the plays. The plays, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so they have been doing the music like for so long and drama and all these things. So so the teacher knew about my family and he could he could not tell why I was not in that line. So he wanted to oh. force me and see how I react and so he He actually forced me to start uh, you know doing you know drumming yeah. the traditional drums yeah. you know from west and all that so I then I realized I can actually do this and pretty much the difference is mm-hmm. that so many people play these drums they actually train to do to do so okay. I never trained for this I nobody trained me I just for myself uh, you know drumming and you know even to date I still drum yeah. Honestly if somebody met you yeah. art is not something they will say cuz honestly you're the supposed to wear suits and all that you you come off as you know just the serious guy um so i think that's really interesting that um it's something you did i'm actually very surprised <laughs> all right so um take us back to okay so primary school was pretty okay for yeah. you um high school is that where maybe you started wondering about your life or what you're gonna do after school yeah um or you were pretty okay so in high school i started falling in love with books and in books i mean 
not generally knowledge but yeah. literature I, i started falling in love with literature i remember in form one actually by by the third time i was i was taking my my fellow classmates on these uh, poems you know uh, stories that we read because where is school we actually uh, were supposed to start reading the set books from you know uh, first time yeah. you know, i think from two yeah so by from four you've read all the set books that the government that has you know has say that people have to read yeah you know so i so so much in love with reading and creative works so then i started writing poetry actually i started writing swahili verses because i just love the the art of writing in that sense and i started reading so much books about especially books that are coming from zanzibar and tz uh because they have so much rich content in swahili and 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 they're so good in writing and my writing again was so different yeah from the normal kind of machine writing Mm -hmm. but then going forward i realized that there is another good thing about writing and that is the poetry aspect i mean um the english version of mashairi now yeah. now we're talking of poems yeah so i realize that they don't have any rules mm-hmm. that are actually available in the swahili verses like yeah. in swahili verses you have to consider mishororo i don't know this you have to like be very structured mm-hmm. but in english verses you just write whatever you want to write uh any writer is considered a free bird you can fly uh, as high as you can go and you can go as low as you want the most important thing is the message so yeah so i i fell in love with writing and you know so i started writing reading and writing reading and reading so that is pretty much how my life was in high school yeah did you like sciences or you're more into i the... did not like sciences at all <laughs> I, i actually did not do uh i only did physics and chemistry because these were compulsory but What? then yeah okay. biology you know do and you know i just hated sciences so i fell in love with that oh so you were more into like english and art yeah, and those yeah. kind of things yeah that is it yeah and that's so interesting um guys so calm like with it anyway so you are um you know you loved art and yeah. and literature so did you think that's something you want to pursue after yeah. high school yeah so i i i did not consider literature as a very serious career even though i saw i was so much amazed uh by what writers were doing uh, especially writers from west africa so i fell in love with these writers from senegal wow nigeria and uh you know this central africa as well but also south africa you know these writers uh but the most important thing that struck me was the poetry aspect and there was this particular poet from nigeria um so he came from a state called biafra and uh, you know people know history there was a time that there was this war in nigeria and biafra as a state wanted to split itself from nigeria yeah from the federal state of nigeria so the war broke and Uh, there's this guy called uh, Christopher Kigbo. So Christopher Kigbo was a very good writer and uh, at the same time he was one of the influencers who wanted uh, Biafra to be out of the general Nigeria. Yeah. So the war was so, you know, Nigeria, the other Nigeria that is the federal state was so big and so they had this all the weapons they want they, they could afford. So they ended the end they they actually won the war uh, and in the process uh, you know Kigbo died. But as he was dying okigbo had done a lot of writing and his poetry especially is what 
actually made me to actually fall in love yeah. with, with with poetry as it is and uh, yeah so I love Okegbo a lot mm-hmm. and going forward I even wrote a piece called uh, Labyrinth and at the same time Okegbo had written a piece called Labyrinth mm-hmm. so we're talking about pretty much the same thing only yeah. that he's talking about uh, things that uh, you know what around his environment yeah. as, as Christopher Okegbo yeah. but I'm talking about things that are happening in the new millennia and you know this new generation yeah. but within the context of Labyrinth mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, I mean, uh, then I, I read uh, Wallace Hinka and, and his writing and all these things. Yeah. Uh, so I read a lot, and especially from West Africa, and, and, and you know, I, just, I was just going deeper and deeper into writing. Yeah. Um, so poems, short stories, drama, and all these things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you have a blog. Um, yeah. Do you want us to, to, to yeah. read what's the name of your blog? I, I actually, you know, used to blog um, sometimes back, and that the, blog, the title of the blog is called Free Man's Poetry. Free Man's poetry free minds oh free minds poetry exactly, okay yeah. yeah so the reason i thought the title to be free minds is you know a free mind will say anything they want to yeah because it's a free mind it's not yeah. like caged yeah um there's this poem called i know why the cage bag sings okay uh, by maya angelo and so i mean out of that i got the idea of free minds poetry that whatever you want to say mm-hmm. that can impact the society then go ahead and say it and in, within free minds poetry i've talked about uh, uh women and i've talked about uh you know generally i've talked about race i've talked about terrorism in the inside i've talked about god yeah you know the topic of god is so complex and so some people you know are just on the face about who god is yeah i've talked about people who've passed on some of them very close to me my, my relatives my friends and all these people yeah. i've talked about times that i was you know i was down yeah basically i was free and i was communicating to the world yeah wow yeah. all right so guys check out free minds poetry i actually they know this side of you this yeah. is so interesting so i think uh poetry is something you're very passionate about yeah. but that's not what you're doing now and and that's fine honestly it doesn't mean that we have to pursue for now right as we're young people everything that and all that we are passionate about it yeah. can be part of us exactly. all right so um you cleared high school with mm. this free mind and loving art um so take us to going to campus um when you were choosing courses what were your considerations yeah yeah so you're very naive when you're coming out of high school and i agree yeah you, i mean you consider that you should go for a course that the whole village will wake up and, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know sing songs and play drums and, yeah, exactly. and sing straight to amanda campus yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're going there you know they have gone there for a very big course yeah you know and uh, so, so that is actually the mentality around us especially if you don't have any guiding, guiding hand during that period sure and so that happened to me that you know um, i was so much influenced by what other people were going ahead to pursue yeah mm, i never thought of anything else other than a course that i considered big okay quote unquote yeah uh, i did not pursue that which i loved mm-hmm. and that is creative works okay. otherwise i could have pursued a line in literature yeah and maybe creative works and all these things yeah. so i did not do that so i went for bachelor of commerce mm-hmm. yeah and then along the way i realized that you know mathematics is not my thing is not your thing it is not my thing so I, <laughs> you know, um, wow i okay. wanted an environment where i want to 
communicate with people oh, and all this. express yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so I considered that the only way mm. I can be happy with this career that I, I chose is actually to consider a specialty mm-hmm. that will you know that will allow me to interact with people and make them happy and all so that's why i chose uh under become so i specialize in marketing management ah yeah. but even yeah. in marketing i think there's that aspect of people yeah yeah that, that's pretty much the reason why i chose it because then you get to interact with people you get to understand them yeah i mean there's so much science within marketing and there's so much art within it as well uh the whole idea about uh consumer behavior mm-hmm. it is a very complex topic that, okay. you, that you have to go deep and understand before you can proposition a product before them wow yeah. deep so i think what you said is so true um after we finish uh from four i mean it's all about the name of the course yeah. not not even like what you're good at yeah, or exactly. even if it's not um, I shared a story on my first episode, a monthly enough course, yeah. or I don't know, a course that, you know, people turn their heads. I used to tell my mother's friends all the time, I do PR, they're like, what? Uh, what is that? What so is that? I think that's so true. But at least you majored in marketing. Was that an easy transition for you or campus yeah. was okay? Yeah. So it was easy in the sense that I realized this is only, this is the only place where I can find happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, because it asks me to go ahead and find and get into the inside the head of the consumer and yes. it, you know marketing management is not very far away from psychology yeah because any product has yeah. to strike the mind mm-hmm. before it can be purchased so wow. you have to like be, behave like a psychologist in that sense yeah i don't know if people know this but that is pretty much the way it works mm-hmm. that you have to be you know any good uh, person i mean any person who is so good in in the line of business development mm-hmm. they're also somehow good in psychology wow. so they'll understand you more and they're not like just the hookers even they have, they'll understand you more mm-hmm. by engaging you and, and allowing you uh, to talk so that they can understand you yeah uh, and all that so yeah interesting yeah. all right so um did you intern in third year um was how was your i think an internship is required yeah, yeah? yeah it is you did marketing in your internship yeah so i did actually i you know we call it attachment you know uh, oh yeah uh, attachment okay Tadia. fine potato potato <laughs> <laughs> attachment i, I yeah. did my attachment uh, in a, a parastatal that is national service and produce board yeah uh, that's pretty much where i was now getting the first-hand information in, mm-hmm. the, in the commercial sector so to speak yeah uh yeah i mean it was a good a pretty much good challenge um mm-hmm. i think i came through well pretty well yeah yeah and yeah, so from there i went back to school then of course then i got another opportunity just before i cleared my 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 final exams yeah to intern now in okay now. all right yeah, another organization all right so um so um was your attachment yes with your first job or you've ever worked before yeah so uh i i had worked before mm-hmm. so when i finished from four yes i mean there are different people some people finish from four they stay at home until when they are called for college mm-hmm. or until they wait for the course that they'll go and pursue to you know in college yeah for me it was not my thing um i you know i just have this active energy within me yeah that does do. not allow me to stay calm yeah so for I real cho- yeah <laughs> so i chose to like you know sell clothes yeah with my peers of course and uh, that's pretty much what i was doing uh, we were selling mm-hmm. 
you know, gents wear, ladies wear, yeah. that was it. And um, so in the streets, what you learn, like actually, and that is what I learned mm-hmm. as, as my first steps of learning how to sell is you, in the streets, you actually learn guerrilla tactics, mm-hmm. uh, guerrilla tactics of selling, basically, yeah. because uh, what you, what you, how you sell in the streets is not really formal, it's not white collar in that yes. sense, yeah? yeah? So you have to like sometimes be, uh, you, you have to like lie a lot sometimes yeah. for that product to go. Yeah. And, and there are times when, um, you know, ladies could come in the shed, in the shop where I sell, and <laughs> some, some ladies are maybe older than me, and so this, this is my son, and so they cannot like try the clothes when I'm there. In as much as you give, oh, them, you give them yeah. a special space for them to go and, and fit in, okay. they just say, okay, you give me trouser number 33. Yeah. And, and you know, for real, um, you look, you, you know, they help you even look for that particular trouser that they want. Yeah. And of course they find it. And, and because they cannot try it on, mm-hmm. they ask you, where is the measure? So they want to measure if it is actually 33 or something closer to yeah. that. You measure that trouser just before you measure with them and then you realize it's 40. But then you wanted to go for the day. What? So you twist that that measure. Oh to, yeah. It, you have to twist it somehow so that you show them this is 33. Yeah, this perfectly fits you. <laughs> and this is the rule that once it go, once once it goes, it, it goes. cannot go. I mean, it cannot come back again. And the person claims, yeah. Hey, you saw me a trouser that's over baggy. I mean, I cannot. I cannot yeah. You know, I cannot wear it. It's so big. Yeah. So what what happens is, if in any case that happens, and they return it. Uh, they have, they have to like. They, you cannot refund the money. Yeah, they have to still buy something they, else. They have to buy something else. But even so, mm-hmm. they have to add an extra cash for that something else. Yeah. So you tell them, ah, this one is going for three hundred. No, 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 no. Oh you have to add something. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was it, man. That was it. Yeah. So it was fun, but then later, when mm-hmm. you are sitting down, and then you are realizing, when now you are in campus and you are learning ethics. And then you realize, I mean, you mess people are loaded by that was it. That was the it. grind. For the moment you had to do that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting you said that, Barack, because um, most people right now, those in, especially campus, they are at home. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, we don't know when schools are going to open. Yeah. And even my neighbor was telling her, just look for a job or just do anything. You know, the way you, you, you have in your mind that school, you know, yeah. your brain is centered on school. I really think you hustling has made you who you are. Yeah, and I, I think it was important. I think so. And, and, and even so, um, this is now later mm-hmm. that you realize that your moment is your moment and you have to make it count. Yeah. So. If, for example, I was not having a job, which mm. pretty much happens in Nairobi, and, and, and people know this, yeah, I could use I could still use the same tactics that I had in high school. That, I mean, that is after form four. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. I I could come to you, Marianne, mm-hmm. and you have a very nice shop, and you're selling um, uh, you know, uh, uh, clothes for ladies or yeah. even for, for men, you know, whichever way. You're just selling things. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I have no product to sell. Sure. But I can make money out of it, and this is how. Yeah. There is Gigi, which formerly used to be called OLX. Mm-hmm. So I could, with my phone, I could take pictures of what you're selling. Yeah. Maybe the shoes, and then I could ask you, how much is that? Then you tell me 2000 I put my mark, maybe 500 Yeah. I post it on my page yeah. and my social handles. Yeah. And then maybe at 25 and then of course somebody will buy it. My, the 500 is mine. Mine, yeah. So you end up making money, even though you don't have anything. You don't to sell. have something to sell. So you have, but that is, you. I mean, that has to be within you. Mm. 
mm. and that is not something that people will tell you go and do this yeah I mean, a mind that is so active and always looking for a new thing to do will always go extra mile and that is pretty much um, part of that yeah yeah mm. I, wow that's that's so true um so um after your attachment um in your fourth year um you did your attachment um did you get a job did they employ you or how did that go yeah so uh, this is funny because uh, i think i'm so good where i turned to the point where they they immediately added me after my because they give you like three months first yeah they immediately added me nine months wow like they give you a contract for like nine months yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hey I, i i did like few of that then mm. i ran away yeah because you see with that internship mind that you have and you're just coming off campus then you say if my internship i'm being paid more than 20 for my internship yeah what i'm going to you know there's so much good you know there's so much good things out there i'm going to get a good job oh, a better job you know, with so good money and all these things yeah but then you don't realize i mm. think pretty much um people mess up a lot yeah because they always assume that within that environment that they are in mm. there's a better environment out there better than where they are i think that and, i think that's so true baby yeah. like we always feel like okay i'm here i'm good yeah. but i'm young i can get better exactly yeah but then it it takes you to go to that other environment then you realize oh uh, my goodness i messed up wow that is pretty much it i think many young people end up in the wrong hands of where they're supposed to hate mm. because of that particular mindset you know always wanting better and there's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting better but you have to i think differentiate do you want better mm. or have you done all that you need to do in that exactly. current exactly. so yeah. so the thing is you have to be strategic in getting better ah. so in that better that you want be strategic in approaching it okay so you don't just you know jump up and down yeah because you're looking you know be strategic mm. have a portfolio as a human being like this is my portfolio this is this is this is what i've done so far and mm-hmm. this if i present this to someone yeah. they'll be convinced enough to hire me and all this yeah. so you have to have a very strategic kind of move mm-hmm. in as much as you're looking for something better be strategic yeah. don't say that i have papers and so things will just fall my way they won't it's not like that All right. So um we can say probably your transition has been okay or yeah, it's yeah, been okay. I can say that it has been okay, but again, mm-hmm. um it is courtesy of being strategic if I can say so. Yeah. And again, courtesy of being you know, just being active and not not laying back and waiting for things to happen. Yeah. So you push for things and 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 this I do even even sometimes you could apply for a job and and, and it's not been called back. Yeah. You know, sometimes you even call them and ask, "Hey, I I I his I, on this day and date I applied for this particular you know, I mean, have you guys done anything?" You know. Sometimes some Oh, just do extra, do more. I mean, try to try to because uh, it will not harm you. Wow. It will not harm you. So, you know, okay. Uh, okay. That's it's really really good because I feel like oh, there are no jobs. Like we are just okay, I'm not really blaming us, but we're not putting that extra, you know. Yeah, I mean, again, again that 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 there's there's so much explanation to that yeah maybe sometimes you feel uh, maybe if i push along these people will see i'm i'm Are you de- desperate nudging, yeah all these things yeah but again we don't really know what is in their head their head you don't so know. they could say how comes this person is pushing this yeah. is the right person that we want yeah they're not waiting for it to happen they're pushing for it to happen yeah. so you you cannot really sit back and, and be there like in a gray zone not really sure because again you can never really tell i can never really tell what you may be thinking of me yeah i have to like 
I have to like poke you. I have, mm. I have to push. That is the main thing. You have yeah. to push for yeah. these things now too. Yeah, I think my takeaway is just go that extra mile yeah, in whatever you're doing. All right, so you told us you're our business development for uh, where you currently work. Um, what is next for you? Um, where, what, what do you not really see yourself? I don't like asking people, yeah. what do you really see yourself? But what is really next for you? What are you currently doing to improve yourself? And yeah, yeah. so um, I'm, I'm targeting being. Um, you know, um, a consultant in business development, whichever ah. line, whichever line I'll pursue. Okay. There are so many areas in business development that have not been touched. There's still, you know, um, uncharted territory, so to speak. Yeah. Um, the issue around content marketing, for example. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so much in Africa that people have not really paid attention to. And this is where the world is heading to. And, yeah. and, 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 and so pretty much what I'm doing right now is mm-hmm. creating as much as much experience within me as mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. so that then I can be good enough to do that which I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to do in the next few years or so. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like that. Okay. So I have this last segment on my show where as people um, mistakes they've made yeah. as they were transitioning in career. It can be something funny, yeah. um, just something quirky or something that was just embarrassing. So what are some of like the one mistake you've made, especially when you were starting a new job? I know you told us that thing for leaving a place because you know there's all this gonna yeah. be better, but something, one of the mistakes you did, I don't know, when you yeah, were I mean, working. I, I can, you know, I can just mention that uh, as one of it, that uh, me, me coming out of that place just unceremoniously, um, ended up costing me because I did not like get that job. If you, ah. you know, I had to like stay stay home for like a year. Or oh really? Yeah. So I actually look back and I see that if in any case I'll find somebody in that same scenario that yes. I was in. Yeah. Just I'll, leaving a job without a plan, so to speak. Not to, not to go in that direction. Yeah. Not unless it's toxic. I'm all about non-toxic environments, but yeah. yeah. So that is one of it, and I mean, I've done a lot of mistakes. Yeah. I cannot really bring out one that stands out very but, well. But yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it is, and um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I also the other side of me is uh, where I come from. Mm-hmm. The this aspect of violence, where we have uh, like, I mean, and people in Nairobi know this. Uh, for example, we have this estates. Mm. Let's say Pangania estate and and, and, and Huruma, for example, yeah. or Pangani and Gara. You know they are pretty much not far from each other. Yeah. There's this rivalry that we see in the US mostly mm. that people in this particular estate should not cross over to this side. Okay. And they should not even katia uh, girls and, and all that. Yeah. All right. So where I come from is that is pretty much the, the thing. The, okay. The, the, that we have this estate, for example, Metume estate and, and, and Tuwani estate, for example. We have this um, estate fight. Ah, you get. I so get I, you. I, have, I happen to have, you know, my close relatives who are youngies, you know, younger than me, yeah. and so they end up in this particular fight one on occasion, and uh, it is this estate versus the other estate, and I come in uh, as, as a coffee and ad, you know, to sort this out. <laughs> and, Peacekeeper. <laughs> it was so violent, you know, it was so violent. And where I come from again, we don't fear violence because, you know, pretty much that is it. Uh, so the guy pulls out something like, looks like a road and raises it and strikes where I was exactly. And actually, I, he, 
the next thing blood is oozing from my head wow. so much blood on yeah. my shirt and i'm red all of a sudden so i had to be rushed to the hospital yeah. they took care of me yeah. but that is it but you know that's a mistake but what i learned from that is that you know violence is not that's it's not a good thing yeah. generally it is it is not because um imagine if that road was to strike my 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 eye for instance or something like that yeah i end up being blind okay so i mean as a young man again that is another aspect of living that yeah. with this energy kuchi, try to avoid try to avoid violence yeah, yeah. you know things All like right. Oh my gosh, thank you so much Barak yeah. um, for coming in. Um, it's just been um, amazing, honestly, just having conversations. And I like to say it's not that we are experts. We are all transitioning and it's tough and it's hard, but it's good to just share our experiences and journeys. And, yeah. and thank you so much for coming and all the very, very best and <laughs> stop <you>. violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not violent, that's yeah. that the thing. And you know, so much thankful of you having me today yeah i mean uh, it's a good thing you're doing also the podcast yeah. you know that is the future of where communication is going definitely even the major you know um news uh, channels bbc and mm-hmm. them cnn they are always doing podcasts yeah uh, so i mean it's so amazing BBC, thing here we come yeah. <laughs> all right thank you guys so much for tuning in um i hope you learned something and just you know we like sharing so um be, feel free to share if it's something that is interesting for you and we'll see you on the next one thank Bye. you <laughs> Bye.